0: A Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Today, we welcome the creator of the greatest tribute to Britney Spears ever, Tiffany Galshut.
1: Tiffany, how the hell are
0: you? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you?
1: So... First of all, why Britney?
0: I've been a Britney Spears fan since I was a kid. They- I know all of her stuff. And if I'm going to do a pop tribute, it needs to be someone that's worth it. With the costumes, choreography, the catalog, and with my dance, my singing background, I could really pull this off, especially if I get the right people involved. I pulled up Britney's videos on YouTube, and I played them in slow motion, and I learned every single dance, like you're seeing Britney Spears in concert. So I created Toxic. But can't you say I'm gone?
1: Where was the first show?
0: Sidecar Social, February of 2021. Everyone was skeptical. I don't think anyone realized what the production was gonna be, but we sold out. It was a good time. (music) My mom did 80% of my costumes. My stewardess outfit, the red leather jumpsuit, the nude bedazzled outfit, the big feather skirt,
1: I wanted to also share with you my experience of how your show came onto my radar. There's this place called Glass Cactus that's part of the the Gaylord Texan. And I went, and admittedly, it was a kind of bit of a sleepy night in terms of, of the crowd and everything else. But you guys were putting on a stadium show in this club in front of like, admittedly, you know, uh, literally maybe only maybe like, like 30 people, but yeah. it, did, it did not matter to you guys. I was so impressed and so blown away. You have a dance background and people know you in the music scene here in Dallas.
0: The, the dancing is, I started out dancing when I was a kid. I was like, that's like the very first thing I learned to do was, was dancing. And then I went to private school and um, at my church and I sang in the choir there. And that's where I learned to start singing. And then I would just start singing at home on my own. And then around like early high school, like probably like freshman year, my family actually realized like, oh, you can really sing, like sing, sing. Um, and at that time, my dad had a lot of connections cause he was a, a Watauga officer. And they do a lot of um, off-duty stuff. So, like, he did security at Sherlocks in Arlington when when it was still there. At the time, he knew the GM, um, Steve Richardson, and they were hosting a karaoke competition. And Live 80—I don't know if you've heard of that um, band—they were they were hosting the competition at that time. And so, Steve got me in. I was like 19 at the time. So, even though I was underage, like Steve knew my dad, and he was like. I know Tiffany just wants to get in here and do the competition. Like she's not going to cause any trouble. So I I did the competition. I got third place and um, the band loved me so much when they let go of their singer at that time, they asked me if I wanted to join the band. And that was my very first band. Um, So I wasn't I was like 20 when I officially joined Live 80. So I was just a baby. And then, um, you know, met other bands, joined other bands after I left them and just kind of like made my way in the scene and met lots of people, made my connections, um, you know, expanded my my category of like being able to sing top 40, 80s, 90s. I started with the band because I figured that'd be the easiest um, because I knew a, a lot of singers and musicians in DFW and um originally, you know, I had Jared Glasby. I knew I wanted him immediately on guitar, um because I've known Jared since I was, you know, when I first started the music scene, and I knew that he was badass.
1: Sure, sure. Well, I told you, you know uh, uh, next March, I turned the big five o. And I was like, okay. I was like, if she, if this is not the last show. She has to do one more, and it's got to be at my fiftieth birthday. <laughs> so, so again, I, I, I really, genuinely hope that this is not the last time that we have seen it because I, I enjoy it so, so much. And I, I, and again, I really feel like I, I, I'm just now, you know, I mean, like every time I would see you guys listed, like a see a date, I would get as excited about it as anything, as, as any of the bands that I, that you see in this museum of an office in here, it really, really makes me happy and brings me a lot of joy and just, I just, it's, I always leave there feeling so high and and from it and, and, and especially that one, and I'll tell you why, I was in the photo, pit. knows you want to do the photo pit thing, Mm-hmm. It's, you know, three songs, no flash, and everything else. And, and, uh, what was so cool was, uh, you know, uh, your, your dad was like, shoot the whole show, you know, shoot the whole damn thing, you know, you might be the last one. And I'm in the photo pit and I'm finally getting what I was wanting for you and, and for the band. And I'm sure again, it's happened without my presence. I'm saying, but I, I didn't get to witness it firsthand. Right. Is it right behind me on the security road behind me is, all, the place was sold out. Everybody was singing every word and going crazy and screaming at the top of the lungs. And the one moment that re- what really came together for me was when you did the, the the. I know it's not Joan Jett's actual song, but Joan Jett made it the most famous when she did. You did "I Love Rock and Roll," and you did this call and response thing. And when you did, you know, when, how does it go? Like, uh, "Says with me, yeah, me." You know that yep. part and when you put the mic out and i just I could just feel this wall of emotion behind me i was like this is it this is how this is supposed to be and i just for me I, it made me so happy and and i could see you getting emotional up there a little bit too and and i was just i was just happy about it i was like okay this is not the end i I'm, I'm putting my foot down <laughs> on this because it's just again it was just so great and and talk about what a night you've had what was it during like act 2 or 3 you got engaged on stage. (laughs) This was one of the biggest nights of your life, right?
0: It was crazy. Yeah, that was uh, definitely was not expecting that. Uh, definitely was just getting him on stage to serenade him and have a cute little moment because Britney does that on on her tours with that particular song. She gets a guy, sits him down, sings him a cute little love song. And I was just like, all right, you can get off stage now, babe. Like I got to finish the show. And then when he starts pulling out this ring. I'm like, he's not, he is not. This is, I'm like, no, What what is happening? <laughs> I almost forgot to say yes. I was just like, uh oh yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you you also you're you're in work mode you know I mean I'm I'm also a performer and things like that so I I completely understand you're kind of like this is great but like um you know are are my boots on right you know I mean you got you got so much going on you know is you know is my headset on I mean you're 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 not really uh thinking but even without the engagement that was such a triumphant moment Mm -hmm. and 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 I again like I said you know the whole crew was there. Brooke was there. Taylor was there. It seemed like you had a different band. Was there a different guitar player? Because uh, i remember seeing a guy with like really long black hair at the other one.
0: Yes. The, the and one, one other guy in Glass Cactus, that was Alan. He was filling in for us because my guitar player, Jared, had previous commitments and he couldn't make it. So the one you saw at Legacy Hall is my full-time guitarist. That's Jared.
1: Okay. I got you. Okay. Okay. So I think that's important to talk about too, because when you when you talk about like going to see like uh, a tribute band or versus let's say if you were to go see you know Van Halen or M- Motley Crue, that's what' I'm, I like that's what I listen to. Um, you know you you, you want to see the people that are on the actual CD. But when you go see a tribute band, if there's three Motley tribute bands in town and your guitar player that plays Mick is sick, you might be able to get one from the other band and nobody would really be the wiser. And is it really going to be, I mean, as long as he's got the goods. Mm -hmm. So I think that's interesting too, is that there's, there's not that's at stake all. And even with the dancers, but when it comes to you, the pressure is on you. Right. I've seen tribute bands, even, you know, replace their lead singer for the night and things like that, but when it comes to you, it there is no show without you. Correct. Talk to me. About, talk to me about that.
0: Yeah, there is definitely no replacement for me, and I uh, I said it that way on purpose um, because I. I, you know, I built this tribute for me, essentially, right? Like I started it and I was like, because I'm a Britney fan. And now I want people to be a part of it with me that are fans of Britney too, or that genuinely think like me, oh, this is going to be an amazing project. And I was like, I don't want to set this up to where if I can't make a show, oh, I've got another girl who can stand in for me because like what you were saying is you want to always see the same people. Right. And genuinely, I try to keep that with everybody, me, the dancers and the band. But I feel like me and the dancers probably are are most important because we're the ones that you're keeping your eye on the whole evening. Right. Because we're the ones that are doing the, the performing. And you can definitely tell when there's someone different there or when there's someone missing. Like at Knockouts, we only had two dancers, but that's because my other two dancers couldn't do it. And I wasn't going to have subs for them that night, but also didn't want to miss out on a gig opportunity for everybody because the sure. majority was there. I'm, I'm like, if, if 80% of the band can do the gig, especially if I can do it too. And 80% of everyone else can do it. We're going to make it work. And we did yeah. with two dancers that night at knockouts and it was great. You it did. was stress free. It was fun. It was a little bit more relaxed, honestly. Yeah. And it was a great yeah. time. Um, Now eventually maybe down the road, whenever I'm ready to, you know, um, hang up toxic like when I start a family and things like that I don't want to just give up the project because it is something so special to me and it's something that I think can just become bigger and bigger and bigger and eventually I'll hire a girl because I have all the costumes and everything and I'll train her to take over my position sure down the road but as for now while I'm in the band it there there will be no um no backup for me because I just don't think that that makes any sense
1: you know yeah exactly and, and also you know i mean people have to have to trust it and you know they 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 trust you they they know you're going to deliver and yeah. i thought that show at, at knockouts was great too because it, it was because like i feel like that the show we saw at legacy hall was the stadium show yeah and that one there you know what i mean was was just kind of this cool kind of almost like a club gig you know this kind of intimate kind of deal and but the people in the, in, that were there were just like me i could see it on their faces they were like me at glass cactus they were like what am i what is what, what am i witnessing like like well like, that's <laughs> post to post you know this i should be giving you money for what uh, way more money than what i paid to get to see this you know it's like you know did i stumble into the right place here so yeah. i just I, I i love that i love i love the quality the testament to that you also have it uh you know it takes a village and i love it that i uh, when I've been there, I know that your family is there. That was like your mom on stage uh, there at the end. So, does she uh, help out with the choreography in terms of for you and, and the dancers? I mean, how how did all of that come about?
0: So, the choreography was all me. Um, I just pulled up Britney's videos on YouTube and I would just play them in slow motion and I just hit replay 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 and I just learned every single dance of hers where we have like 30 something songs in our catalog so 30 something dances, I learned them all and then I would get the dancers together and I would teach them the dances. Now sometimes Britney and the dancers will do certain things different things in like a certain song. So in those cases just to make things a little bit easier on me because it's already like there's a lot on my plate as it is we would get together and we would watch the video together and I'd learn my part and the dancers would watch and they learn their part, which I thought was really cool of them to like pitch in and be like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did all the choreography. Um, my mom did probably about like 80% of my costumes. My mom made a lot of my costumes. Um, wow. I did find some people online that made replicas of Britney's costumes from like tours or her music videos so that was pretty cool to get things like that like my stewardess outfit I've got the red leather jumpsuit the VMA's um nude bedazzled outfit like things like that I found people that made them but all the other things that I wore like the like the big feather skirt that I had and then like the long coat and hat with the paint on it like my mom did all of that for me
1: that's incredible. Yeah. And but I just love it, though, too. I mean, think about that for you. You get to get up there and wear all this cool shit yeah. and get to that, and then get to sing and perform it. And then people are I mean, it's just it's just great. And you mentioned too, that so you're also a, a Britney Spears fan. I wanted to ask you this. Did you ever get to see Britney live?
0: You know, I did not And her her last residency in Vegas that she was supposed to do, I think it was called The Domination And my dad and I were looking at tickets when she announced it, like we were looking at tickets. I was currently in the process of creating my tribute. It hadn't launched yet because this was back in like 2017, I think her residency was supposed to be. And that's when I just got the idea to start the tribute. And I was like, oh, this will be great. I've been a huge fan. I've never seen her before. I can study her, this and that. And then it canceled, and then her conservatorship and like all that started to come into play. So I've never gotten to see her, and I don't know if she's ever going to perform again. I know, um, I but know. I trust people that have seen her live, that have come to our shows, and they're like, "You are, if not the next best thing to seeing her live, even better." They're like, "We've seen yeah. her in Vegas, we've seen her live," and they're like, "Y'all are just phenomenal." And that's just like a test. That's just like. That makes me so happy because I'm like, that's what it's supposed to be like. And I'm like, wow. that's because we work hard at our craft. We are passionate. We enjoy what we do. And we want people to feel like that when they come to the show. Or like you said, like you feel like you're on a high and you just feel so excited and happy and leaving in a great mood. And we just try to create that atmosphere every show.
1: Right. Absolutely. And you know, the thing go too is that I never, never once do I have to suspend my disbelief? You know, like I, I, I also do a show about, about, wrestling. And even when I, like, there's some some cool Motley Crue tribute bands that I go see them, but it's like, when I go, it's always kind of like, all right, you know, like I, I, you need, and I'm enjoying hearing the music and everything else, but there's never a moment where I'm really able to suspend my disbelief or, or if I do, it's, it's a chore. That never, that never took place. Not even, even, even for a second. At the times that I've been at your shows, there's never been a moment where we're kind of like, well, this is kind of like Britney. It's like, no, this is like I, I, this is better. I swear to you, the last time I saw Britney, I'll have to gloat a little bit. I saw every Britney Spears tour. I saw every single tour that she did, both uh, Vegas, yes, uh, both Vegas residencies. And I'll even check this out. They did a pop up uh thing in los angeles a couple years ago where it was kind of like this like pop-up thing where you basically just turn an old kmart into like a britney spears like museum yes i've been to that you you saw it in los angeles yes so you saw that
0: yes yeah i went to her um yeah i forgot what they called it but yeah it's like when you saw like every room was like a different music video of hers yeah yes oh i got so much merch from the shirt that i'm currently wearing actually it says britney jean i got it from there
1: was it ever, uh, actually, I'm going to, this is actually a question that's coming from the audience here. Hang on, let me get this here. Let me get her name, do you have her name? Okay, um, her her handle is Sweet Anita. Uh, so she wanted to know this. So with your family, you mentioned having your family there and everything else. So you know, some of Britney's stuff is a, is a little, can be a little racy at times and things like that, you know, and uh, those are actually some of my favorite songs actually. But I. Uh, uh were was there ever a was there ever a moment where you were like should we should we keep this in the in the in the in the live set or was there, was that ever a question
0: there so the the first show that we did um there was um, a few kind of like raunchy things in there but like nothing that like maybe super uncomfortable or anything like that um when we recently revamped the show the current one that you saw at Legacy Hall we kind of revamped it to more Vegas Britney so it's definitely a lot more raunchier there was actually some songs that were supposed to be in the set and I cut them because during dress rehearsals I was like okay I feel uncomfortable doing this and I was Uh like if I feel uncomfortable doing this, I don't want to do it in front of my family. I don't want to do it in front of fans. And even now having done the new revamp show a handful of times, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable on stage in some of the new outfits that I'm wearing with like the little black bedazzled panty looking things and like the bra. And I'm just like, okay, I'm basically am up here in underwear and there's like 10 year old girls in the front row. And I'm doing some raunchy dance moves and some raunchy lyrics and i'm like this isn't necessarily the message i want to get out it's like i want to um you know represent britney but i'm like i also want to represent me and who i am and represent all the girls out there that are younger that have you know aspiring dreams of being a performer whoever they want to be so that was a big part of revamping a new show i'm probably going to take out a lot of the inappropriate stuff and that way I feel more comfortable and can make families and kids feel more comfortable because a lot of families and kids come to our shows, you know, I know we do some yeah. clubs where it's 21 and up, but even then it's like I still want to um, show the good a good message. So Brittany had a song called freak show and it's a really cool song like it gets me in a good mood but like how she did it in her. Vegas residency like the choreography to it was just yeah. a bit much it was a bit aggressive yeah. like having someone get on stage she put like a collar on them and like walked them across the stage while spanking yeah. them and I was just like Ugh. I was like yeah. that's yeah, a little bit a little bit much yeah. and then she did um SNM she did like a remix with Rihanna did the SNM song and right. okay. um, it was it was fun like it's a fun remix but they didn't really have choreography to that song. they um, hadn't they've only performed that song like live during like an award show so I made up my own choreography to it with what I thought
1: went with the song some of the other project you got coming up because you mentioned something to me and, and I didn't want to say it unless you wanted to. did you want to talk about that or no?
0: Well, I don't want to spoil what their names are, but I do have another pop tribute coming out, and I do have a rock tribute coming out. And they are tributes that no one in DFW is doing. So they will be new ones, again, like Britney, which I'm pretty proud of, that I can do three tributes that
1: no one's doing. I've seen tribute bands replace their lead singer for the night. There is no show without you.
0: I don't want to set this up to where I've got another girl who can stand in for me. Whenever I'm ready to hang up Toxic, eventually I'll hire a girl because I have all the costumes and everything, and I'll train her to take over my position.
1: Last summer, I saw the ad. You were putting on a stadium show in this club. (laughs) What really set it apart for me was you had a, a killer live band.
0: Jared Glasby, I knew I wanted him immediately on guitar. Christopher Hill, chill. We call him. Then Greg, we're family. I wanted to have the full band, all the dancers there.
1: This team of dancers that had all the choreography down.
0: Taylor, she teaches dance. Just connecting the dots. Brooke, had, I saw her tearing it up on the dance floor, and I was like, "Oh, this girl can dance, dance." That
1: girl threatens to steal the show. Brooke could be my wife's twin.
0: She danced for the Rhythm and Blues too. The Cowboys Hip Hop Dance Team. She danced for them. Oh, okay. So she's okay. got an extensive dance background. So I asked her and she was down and so and- everyone has their own style. Brooke is very sharp and very hip hop and Taylor's yeah. very fluid, more like contemporary and flowy. And I think it's so cool when, when dancers like that have different backgrounds because it just kind of brings everything all together. Marquette, who's the really tall male dancer in my, uh, in the tribute. And I've been with him since the very beginning of, um, And then I met Brian, my other male dancer. I met him at actually, he was auditioning to sing for a band that I was already in. And um, he ended up not being in that band for whatever reason. I'm not sure. But I just remembered him. And I was like, you know, I was like, I saw him dancing at one of the rehearsals. And I was like, I bet he could pull this off. So I auditioned him and he was great. And I love
1: him. It's uncanny to me how much you look like Mandy.
0: When I think of Mandy Moore, I just think of Rapunzel. (laughs)
1: I think of a walk to remember. The whole world fell in love with her throughout that movie. Legacy Hall was sold out. Everybody was singing every word, going crazy at the top of the lungs. I love rock and roll. You did this call and response thing. I could feel this wall of emotion behind me. And what a night you had. You got engaged (laughs) on stage.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I was not expecting that. Just getting him on stage to serenade him and have a cute little moment because Britney does that on, on her tours with that particular song. And I was just like, all right, you can get off stage now, babe. And then when he starts pulling out this ring, I'm like, he's not. <laughs> I almost forgot to say yet.
1: What is your favorite Britney album, favorite song, and favorite song to perform?
0: Ooh, my favorite song is Stronger. Favorite song to perform? Break the ice or get back because the choreography, the current one, we revamped it to more Vegas Britney. So it's definitely a lot more raunchier. A song called Freak Show, she did it in her Vegas residency. Having someone get on stage, she put a collar on them and walked them across the stage while spanking them. Some of the new outfits with the little black bedazzled panty. And I'm just like, okay, I'm basically am up here in underwear.
1: Have you ever thought about Vegas as an option?
0: I've reached out to Vegas a few times. I want to get out of DFW, out of Texas, even out of the States, because I know we have that potential.
1: Why was this now billed as the final show?
0: A lot of things that went into it. In general, we all just need a break from the band. We've been playing a lot. We had like two shows in, in April, I had like three. Cause like one weekend we like were in, in Houston on a Friday night, Saturday, we all went back in town and everyone else might've had their own gigs. And that Saturday I had one private little Britney gig, just me. And then I sang with my wedding band that night. And then Sunday, we all flew to Arizona for a show, came back Monday. So it was just like, we just had a lot of shows and we just kind of were exhausted and everyone's got their own things going on in their own lives too. You know, everyone's got their own responsibilities and things they need to focus on. And so I just thought that it was going to be nice for all of us to take a break and everyone kind of agreed. And um, I also am hoping to revamp the show again I've already done that with the show once and I was planning on revamping it again because I like to keep it interesting I don't like to keep the you know oh five years later we're seeing the same show like at least there's some new songs or new versions of songs new costumes new dances I like to keep it interesting not only for the fans but also for us on stage so that we don't get caught in that like repetitive boring loop you know because that does happen. Um, so as of right now, we're just taking a break. Um, the band is not breaking up. Uh, <laughs> I do have a few, um, projects that I'm working on because I want to do other tributes as well. And I'm hoping that my band will continue with me. i um, not necessarily going to have dancers. I don't think in these other tributes, but like, if I can keep the same band, that'll be cool. Keep everyone having work and, um, consistency and things like that. Plus I just trust them and I want to just like work with them. Um, yeah. but hopefully Family. Yes, exactly. Um, so hopefully I will be able to revamp Toxic um, maybe sometime at the end of the year, um, going into the beginning of next year, but definitely just enjoying this like time off right now.
1: Did you ever get to see Britney live?
0: I didn't. Her last residency in Vegas back in like 2017 canceled and her conservatorship and all that started to come into place. And I don't know if she's ever going to perform again.
1: They did a pop-up in Los Angeles, like turn an old Kmart into like a Britney Spears museum.
0: Yes, I've been to that. Like when you saw like every room was like a different music video. I got so much merch from the shirt that I'm currently wearing actually, it says Britney Jean, I got it from there.
1: Snooky and I did a walkthrough together Where can they find you in all all of your endeavors?
0: Toxic, the Britney Spears Experience, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. And we have our website. Um, The wedding band I sing with, Intensity Bands, Dallas, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Millennial Rain, we're on uh, Facebook.
1: Tiffany, thank you. I look forward to next time. Thank
0: you so much for having
1: me. It's me against the music, Uh it's just me and me, yeah.